is a Zerbinator Land production. Enjoy. Hey. Oh, hey, Jerry. There you are. How's it going? Yeah, so so this guy, so I'm looking for Atari stuff, right? And I saw this pair of Turtle Beaches, and so I grabbed a couple of games I needed and, and go over to the guy, and he's like, yeah, man, you want those Turtle Beaches? And this and this, this girl, like, whips around, and she's all like, uh, excuse me, that's not very appropriate. I'm like, <laughs> I just kind of stepped away. She's one of these millennial girls, right? And, um... Yeah, the guy's like, yeah, man, those turtle beaches, those are the best, man. I'm like, okay, whatever you say. And again, this girl's just giving him the eye. Oh, hey, Ferk, how's it going? Hey, how you doing, Andrew? Good, good. It's, it's good to finally meet you, dude. Yeah, nice um, to meet you. Where, Where's Kevin? Uh, I thought he was, uh, I think he's, what did he say? He was going to get a new cowboy hat or something. His was upside down. I don't I don't know what that means. but <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> No, he told me he was going to pick you up, and then I, I so I thought you would both be here. But so, uh, so how, how are things going? I, I don't know. Have you heard the show? <laughs> He's never here when I come here. So no, I know. I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I figured I it's figured he'd be down doing something nasty in the basement. So I just yeah, yeah. I didn't even want to. Have you have you checked down there or? No, I it's if he's down there, I don't want to know. Okay, but <laughs> gotcha. The stuff he gets into, frankly, I would just as soon hang out here with Jerry. So. Yeah. How you doing, Jerry? Oh, what's that? What is that? Uh, well, it's probably Kevin. You want me to get it? Yeah, you might as well. All right, hold on. All right, I'm coming. Hold on, hold on. Those stairs are a pain. Yeah, yeah, I know it. I'm coming. Just hold on. I'm coming. I got. This is the biggest house I've ever seen. What? Why? Wow. Hi. Oh, oh. oh, hi. How y'all doing tonight? It's me, Luke Ryan. Oh, of course, yeah. I'm so excited to be here tonight. I was uh, Kevin invited me over to come on by and talk about all the things that I've been doing the past month. And and where where is he? I I don't. Well, he said he told Fergie he was going to get a cowboy hat because. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. fault. That's my fault because the last one I gave him it was upside down. The rim was on the top of the hat. And the hat part was on the bottom, and every time he put it on, it looked funny. So I had him go back down to the cowboy hat store. Funnier than Kevin in a cowboy hat regular. Well, that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, so so tell us, what have you been up to? I've uh, been doing judging on American Idol. Let me hear you sing something. What do you want me to sing? Anything. I'm just going to judge you. Um. Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> you give me a. Put All right, now, Andrew, there. go ahead and sing something oh, for me. Oh, my exes live in Texas. Okay, that's good. Now, let me judge okay. that. Let me judge that. Ferg, okay. yeah. you sang that song just yeah. now. I want you to know something. You sang that with your voice, and it came out your mouth. Oh, yes, it <laughs> okay. did. And the thing that's amazing about the way you sang that song is it conveyed to me that you can sing that song with your voice. Please tell Sarah I said hi. <laughs> Would you please tell Sarah I said hi? And explain to her why I had you sing. Luke, Luke Bryan says hi. He's on uh, American Idol and he's judging my performance. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the most coherent thing I've actually heard Luke Bryan say. I mean, you hey, say. Hey, <laughs> Andrew. I'm right here. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not very kind. I apologize. Now, first of all, I haven't heard you sing. Let me hear you sing. 
Well, let me let me let me let me give you a little bit. Let me see if I can do it justice. <clears throat> oh, say can you see? No, I can't oh. see because I tell you what, that is a massification of the uh, the American tradition that is the uh, national anthem and them. Now, Ferge, let me tell you something, Ferge. <laughs> yeah, Andrew is showing you an example of how not to sing. This is how you're supposed to sing that song. I've done it many times in concert, and a lot of women have thrown their panties at me for America. And I'm going to show you how that goes. It goes like this. Can you say... Thank you. All right, you know why I'm really here? This don't matter. I mean, my judging is, you know, that's what I do on television. But I'm here as a friend for Kevin. Little little judgy dude. Little judgy. You know, that, that was my nickname when I was rapping. Little judgy. <laughs> that was a very, that was a brief career. Sure. You know, rap. Inter- interesting, but, but brief. Me and MC uh, Nutsack used to go around <laughs> the entire country. Doing uh, performances, country and rap together. It was really cool. Well, we did Charles Daniels <coughs> Band. And, but my point being is the reason I'm here is to go down these top ten apples. Apples? Well, apples. I got a list of apples that are be coming out in the fall. And I'm excited. And I'm excited to go down this list. Hey. But I just got to find the paper. Hold on. You guys talk amongst yourself. I get the paper. I left it here earlier when I dropped off the upside down hat. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that he should mention the, um, the album he did with, uh, what, what was it, MZ, uh, MC, MC Nutsack, because yeah. uh, they were actually helping, uh, working together to support the campaign of These Nuts, you know, who ran oh. back in 2016, so it was sort of a, a joint These Nuts you know, was there. effort to, yeah. These Nuts well, was no, there. You were, working, you were working with These Nuts, trying to support him in his, in his bid for, for, for president, which... It's, I appreciate that. It's always nice to work with these nuts. And yeah. when we have these nuts, we like to work with them. We like to help them. And we like to feed the, these nuts. And we like to, to give money to these nuts. Because these nuts, although they're small, they could be big one day. Who knows? You know, sometimes if you mess around too much with these nuts, he might get swollen. But... Hey, you got to do what you can let's, for this. Let's talk about Apple, shall we? Sure. Welcome to 2015, everybody. <laughs> hey. Well, all right. We'll go, down, we'll go down that list of the top 10 apples. Uh, here's the piece of paper right here. I'm going to give you each a copy. One, okay, thank you. Here you go, thank Andrew. You. Yes, yes. And here you go, here you go Ferge. Wait, this uh-huh. is a shopping list. <laughs> I'm oh, so sorry. You, give oh, me, oh, sorry. Give me uh, I see uh, preparation H there. Sorry. That one died. I tried preparation A through G and it just didn't work. Here, <laughs> here is the. Here's the proper list. I'm sorry about oh. that. Gotcha. Okay, we're gonna go down the top ten uh, apples here, and I want you guys to go ahead and uh, Andrew, since you are a guest in this house. Yes. I think that you should go first and read me off number 10 and and tell me what you think. Number 10. And give me some history of each apple, guys. Okay. Yeah, I'd be delighted. Uh, Number 10. Number 10. Is the uh, Fuji, originally uh, developed in Japan in the late 30s and named after the famous Mount Fuji. It's available for harvest year-round. 
Konnichiwa, my friend. That's right. This is my favorite apple. Those Fujis are some good apples right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I like about the Fujis, the Mount Fujis? What's that? What? Uh, the band. The Fuji band? What? Oh, the Fujis. Uh, yeah. Uh, they named themselves after the apples. Number nine. Farge, give me number nine. <laughs> Number nine is Red Delicious, the most widely recognized of all the U.S. apple varieties. It originated in Iowa in the 1870s, and you can get it year-round. That's one of my absolute favorites. The problem is the skin's a little crunchy, and sometimes yes. I get it in my teeth, and when I'm singing the song, it gets... But you know what? It's got the, the, uh, the two-liter bottle uh, things on the bottom so you can sand them up. That is true. They do stand on their own, and they weeble and they wobble, but they do not fall they down. <laughs> it's true. Excuse me. <clears throat> number eight. Hey, Andaru, yeah. go ahead and give us number so eight. Move on with number eight. Uh, the Gala, or Gala. This variety is a cross between Kids Orange Red and Golden Delicious, originated in New Zealand and is available for harvest year-round. At stores near you. Is that possible mm. that it could have started in Old Zealand if it's that old? Uh, no. I, I guess I, I'm not sure. Kids Orange Red. I'm curious about that. I've never heard of that one. I've never heard of that either. And uh, I thought it was Gala, the, like after a week. apple. Isn't that an oxymoron, Orange Red? Like, what, what kind of apple is that? Undecided. Undecided. <laughs> oh, okay. Number seven. Number seven there, Furge. Number seven is Brayburn. The Brayburn originated in, in New Zealand, again from New Zealand, in the early 1950s. It was a chance seedling with Lady Hamilton and Granny Smith as possible parents. Wow. These are available October through July. Oh, so they're coming up. I wonder if these are, I think I used these in a pie last year. Huh. I just like the name. If Lady Hamilton and Granny Smith were parents... You know, this whole adoption thing would be going back to the 50s. Like, that's that's kind of... Never mind. That's... that's Never mind. Brayburn. I thought the name Brayburn had something to do. Like, like if, uh, say, uh, Ray Charles went to go answer the phone, but he touched the oven. Number six. Hi right there, uh, Furge. No. Let Andrew do number six. <laughs> let, it, let Andrew do number six. Okay. I was hoping to do number five. I'll do number six. Uh, the Honeycrisp. Juicy and sweet. This juicy popular, and sweet. Sorry. Just like Ferg. Yeah. This popular newcomer is a cross between Macoon and Honeygold and is only available for a short time in September. So get really? them while you can. These are so it's good. Too late by the time the show comes yeah, out. Yeah, it's well, uh, yeah. <laughs> but they're good. It's not too late. I'll, be, I'll get this done. I got to edit it this time. Forgive me. This is Cranny Smith or Granny Smith? <laughs> Cranny, yeah, that's I, what I was kind of afraid of. Let me like, let me fix that. Give me <laughs> give me papers. Let me fix that. Looks and Cranny Smith is a cross between an apple and an English let muffin. Me, I'll just and it has <laughs> it's got cornmeal on the bottom and uh, applesauce on the top. It's very good. Hmm. That sounds great, actually. It's second better than hearing about a. I was afraid it was like Granny's. Cranny Smith or something. Gross. That would be one dry apple. Number five. Hey. I keep keep opening these doors that I I left closed. Let me do the four. Because since I am. Are we going to talk about Granny Smith? I thought someone did. 
No. This Australian native was discovered in 1868 as a chance seedling by Granny Ann Smith of Ride <laughs> in South Wales. And this is also available year round. Now, and I you, believe it's the uh, apple on the uh, apple label from the Beatles. Are you guys fans of this Granny Smith? I like it in a pie, but not by itself. Is she yeah, hot? It's a little, it's a little tart. Which yeah. I can't believe that word just came out of my mouth. Re- reference so to she, Granny, she, she's Granny a tar- Smith. She's a tart. She is a tart. <laughs> tart. Now, if you're uh, a tartlet, is this that just like a, a small person, like a dwarf, Granny? And tartlet. Granny Smith tartlet. Number four. <laughs> number four. <laughs> Let me do number four, because just like tonight, I am a cameo on this show. That's true. So I will read this for you, Verge and Andrew. <laughs> cameo discovered as a chance seedling. In a Washington State red delicious orchard about 30 years ago. The. Ca, ca, that's, a, that's a tough one. Cam, you already said it twice. Cam, 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 cameo. Cameo. You, you can do it. Cameo. Cam, do it. You can do it. Cam, cam, camel. The camel is now That's close enough. available in supermarkets nationwide. Why? There's a lot of trucks going by the house today. <laughs> September to May. So the cameo apple oh, is something available that now. Is available. I've never in all my life heard of this. Is this a thing? Am yeah. I out of the loop? Wow. Yeah, you are out. The word me. up is apple pie. Oh God, he did a camel, camel, camel song. <laughs> Thank you, Ferg. <clears throat> Number three. Number three. Go for it, Andrew. <clears throat> uh, jazz. jazz. <laughs> like it's like it's namesake music. Jazz is mellow with a bit of everything working together mellow. perfectly. Available year round. Mellow and like mellow yellow, like. Like fellow and jello. And oh, cami camel. Number two. Number two is the Cortland apple. Founded <laughs> uh, more than 120 years ago by Hork the Culturesmith in New York State. <laughs> Cortland has a yellow green skin, lots of red, and even bluish <laughs> accent. Funny, you don't look bluish. And it's available <laughs> September to February. I wonder if it's from Cortland, New York. I've been there. Oh, yeah, flea that's a nice place. I always wondered too, but I think this is a New York and uh, Apple. It says New York State. Yeah. So I bet you it's from the Cortland area you're talking about. They, they, the Cortland does have a courtyard, and that's where they pick the Cortland apples after oh, litigation. Right. For being in court. Number one. Andrew? It's a... Uh... Yeah, it's another apple I've never heard of. It's strange. And and here we are with number one, another apple I've never heard of. I'm like an apple ignoramus or something. <laughs> Spend too much time on Android. Uh, Empire. Hey, guys. Number... I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. Empire's my favorite. I'll be back. Uh, okay. Holy That's... crap. Did you Who was that guy? I, have no, I think that was Kevin. He came in and told us oh. really quick. He enjoyed it. What was the... that upside down cowboy hat? He was yeah, right. the hat uh, was did you see it? Cool. It was filled yeah, with no, water because it was, was raining. That was not good. 
not good. He needs to hopefully find a better hat than that. Good yeah, grief. Good luck. So, uh, Empire. Empire's premiered in 1966 in the Empire State of New York. They are a cross between Red Delicious and Macintosh, developed by the New York State Agricultural Experiment Station. They're available from September to July. Now, that's bullcrap, because I just went down to the Fizzle Dizzle, down by the Holly Molly, and they didn't have no damn empires in there. And it's really upsetting because that is Kevin's favorite apple. I would have filled that upside down hat with him. Hmm. I wonder if Kevin just turned the hat around. It would have been proper. Just like turned it around 180 degrees. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Well, I don't, I'm not good at math, <laughs> but you're probably correct on that. Okay. Well, um, I got to get going here. Uh, it's time to uh, hold, hold on. Kevin's phone's ringing. Uh-oh. Let me answer that. One second. Uh, hello? Hi, this is Kelly calling from your CVS pharmacy. I'd just like to let you know that your anal wart removal cream, your plugs, and your Viagra are now in. And we also got those extra small condoms that you needed. So please go ahead and let me know when you'll be coming in so I can set those aside for you. Thank I'll, you. Have I'll, a great day. Sure. Thank you. I'll let him know. You guys, why don't you guys go ahead and start the show? I'm going to tell Kevin about his... Uh, yeah, cowboy hat indeed. <laughs> Butt clucks. <laughs> Pre-recorded live at KMAX Studios right here in New England in the Upper Eastern United States in association with Delaware. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand by. And Ferg's mistress, Kapuna. Please sit back and please enjoy the show and please stand by. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of Please Stand Everyone. By. 71, wow. Yeah, this is a podcast about nothing and everything all at once, pre-recorded live here in KMAX Studios in the heart of Connecticut in association with Delmarva. And tonight... We have another state we would like to add to the list of beauty in the K-Mac collection. And that state is Indonesia with Yay. our good friend, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. How are you doing today, my brother? I'm actually doing very well. I'm, I'm super excited to be here. Um, it's been an interesting week sort of getting ready. I've been, you know, psyching myself up, listening to a lot of old episodes and just enjoying everything. And... Yeah, so I'm just glad to be here. Are you I'm, standing on the highway, Andrew? Yeah, it's, I, I'm sorry that you couldn't find a place well, to record. <laughs> um, yeah, see, I, I I actually live in a van down by the river, so I, I put up, you know, towels and things to try to muffle the outside sound, but it's just... It's, I, it's not easy I mean, when you're just, living in a van down by well, the river. Let me tell you, when you're living in a van down by the river... <laughs> you're from Indiana. Indiana. I, I'm from Minnesota. I found myself in Indiana through a, uh, a long series of unfortunate events, as some would say. Uh, but here I am and have been for the last nine years. And uh, Are you a Jones fan? I don't know who Jones is. Indiana. Oh, my Jones. God. Kevin. No? What? <laughs> I figured that now. <laughs> what did I do? Uh, oh, and I thought I was the obscure reference king. <laughs> Am I a Jones fan? Yes. 
Yes, I am. I'm a huge Jones fan. Um, I, I Jones for the Jones. Unless he is seeking a crystal skull, that's then then I draw the I line. agree 1,000%. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, but, yeah, no, super happy to be here. Thank you. Thank sure. you very much. And, and Ferg's here too. Ferg, what do you look like tonight? I look like um, a person who's wondering why this is called Spicier, this episode. The reason it's called Spicier is because last fall the show was called Spicy. Uh, okay. And as you can tell, Ferg has uh, improved n- yet. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, and that's gross, Ferg. I do yes, not want sounds like that coming out of Greetings anybody. And salutations to you, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what that <laughs> oh, was. Uh, uh, it looks like he Bro, walked away. So hard he activated the. Oh, what happened? We lost Andrew. He walked away after all the fart noises. Yeah. I'm, I'm working. That was I'm the limit. The, he said, fart I'm, noises, I'm out. I'm adjusting the towels. I'm trying to oh. cancel out the sounds and things. I doubt so. a towel would, would definitely face off with an 18-wheeler Mack truck. Coming down yeah. <laughs> Question is, but how are they getting those trucks across the river? I don't, I, I don't understand. <laughs> if you go fast enough, you can get anything across the river. No, I suppose that's true, yeah. <laughs> And if I want I've to learn think, anything from Looney Tunes. That's just keep <laughs> just keep going, just keep running. You'll you get stay on top of too. One. You fit between things the faster you go. Yes. Um, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. It's something that I asked you if you could be a guest host on the Please Stand By, and uh, you said absolutely, and I appreciate that because I find you tantalizing, funny, inspirational, uh, tremendously adorable, and kind. Oh, you lost. You had me at tantalizing, brother. All right. <laughs> So, hey, guys, should we talk a bit? Let's talk. Okay. <laughs> this is the time for pleasant discussion in a thoroughly relaxed mood. Don't spring unpleasant surprises. If they have disagreeable news, they'll postpone the discussion until another time. So, Ferg, why don't you tell me what's going on with you? Well, good news, Kevin. The and white... Andrew? The White, the White Album, 50th Anniversary Spectacular is coming out this year. I'm very stinking excited for it. Remastering? The, no, remixed. Remixed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend I didn't hear that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The White Album is my favorite album the of Beatles. all the times. Uh, the Beatles, <laughs> yes. And uh, it's coming out on November 9th. They're going to be the, uh, Giles Martin, George Martin's son. Who produced most of the album? Uh, I mean, George Martin produced most of the album. Mm-hmm. Is remixing it, and they're also putting out the Easter demos, which is uh, when the Beatles came back from India. They got together at George's house and recorded, I think, twenty-seven wow. uh, demos for the album, and they were mostly available on bootlegs, but in really crappy quality. And mm-hmm. they teased us. Was it? Oh my gosh, twenty-three years ago now, when the uh, anthology came out with a couple of them, they sounded really good. So now all of them are going to be out. And then there's three discs of um, alternate takes and stuff, which I'm really excited to hear. Is it true that this is a um, a supremacist album or no? (laughs) So I have an actual question. Um, I'm I'm familiar with, uh, you've you've talked a great deal about, um, and I'm not familiar because I don't listen to a lot of music from that era. Sorry. I'm working on it. All right, don't be sorry. But but um, you, you've you've talked about how there are mono recordings and stereo stereo recordings. Um, is this so? Is this going to be a mono recording? Like the no. Okay. It's a stereo remix. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know uh, if they're even the Easter demos are even going to be in stereo. I'm not sure how they're doing that, but uh, okay. well, I think it was a couple tracks that they use. They use a, a two track or something when they recorded. I think not sure, but they there is uh, in the uh, deluxe version. There's going to be a Blu-ray that has um, oh, wow. two different surround mixes. I think 5.1 and Dolby. Um, is there? I don't know the difference, but they're also going to have the original mono transfer on that. I think the key is that it sounds better in doubly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, everything, it's remixed in stereo. And I think when uh, Giles Martin remixed um, Sgt. Pepper last year, he tried to make it sound more like the mono mix, like a stereo remix, but make it sound like what they did in the mono mix. Mm. But apparently he's not doing that this time. Mm. I'm I'm interested to hear the remix. I'm a huge fan of the White Album. I am. And it's all because of that Ricky. Rocky, son of a... Damn it. Rocky Raccoon. Rocky, Rocky Raccoon. Rocky Raccoon. Jeez. Sarah, don't let me do that again, because I appreciate your point of view on things, and it helps me correct yeah. myself, especially when I make a mistake, because you know that I screw up, and you still forgive me for it, and I want to say thank you. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> is it... Uh, what? What is that? Is that a uh, minor... What, what's the chord? E. E. Oh. It's A minor, dummy. No, it's E. <laughs> no, it's not. Somewhere, somewhere there like a raccoon. It's A minor, like I said. Somewhere yeah, there like the back here is Dude, you guys should do. Uh, you should. You should do some kind of music something or hey, something. Hey, you know what? That's a good idea. Like what you can get on Zerbinator.bandcamp.com. There's a please stand by record available. And now, in association with Haymax Studios, along with Zerbinator Land and Please Stand By, comes the long-awaited EP, Please Stand By Music Collection. I know you're excited, and I know you want to hear more. This album will have such songs as "Take the Horses Bowling." My Baby Grant. Sundown. Putting on the wrist. The Rainbow Connection. The Lovers, the Dreamers, and me. And all of the Please Stand By theme songs that you've heard over the years. Five lucky listeners of the Please Stand By podcast can get this album for free. That's right, a full disc of all those songs, plus much more. That's right, five lucky people will win this album at no cost to you. Just send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or call 571-408-ZERB or 9372 and just say these words, I love music. That's right, that's all you need to do is say, I love music in an email or a telephone call and you'll get your copy of the Please Stand By Music Collection. Thank you for participating. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being a part of Please Stand By. Check it. Oh, snap. Yep. Zerbinator.bandcamp.com. Help yourselves to the Please Stand By collection, music collection, available for Farizis. We're there, dude. Thank you for the plug help. Andrew, what are you what are you doing? 
What am I doing? Well, I will have to see what I'm doing because I don't know. Oh, I'm doing like this crazy important thing. I, uh, I'm actually participating in Extra Life this year, which is a uh, charity fundraiser uh, raising awareness and critically needed funds for Children's Miracle Network hospitals to support the kids and their families who are fighting battles that kids should just not have to fight. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be playing uh, Yars Revenge, classic Howard Scott Warshaw piece for the Atari 2600. And I have actually, if you had told seven-year-old me that I would be holding up three autographed copies of Yars Revenge, I wouldn't have known what you were talking about because I wasn't playing Atari that much. But... Um, <laughs> No, I got I got stickers, vinyl, little vinyl stickers. We're gonna do a raffle, and I got fridge magnets, and I'm actually doing a live stream party. There's a uh, a VR gaming lounge in Elkhart that has agreed to um, kind of host my party. So I'm gonna bring you know the cameras and all my whatnot over there, and they're gonna stay open for the length of the marathon from noon Saturday, November third until noon Sunday, November fourth. And Very we're going to cool. play and party and pizza, and it's going to be awesome. And it's all, Great most team. importantly, it's it's for the kids. Amen. Yes. Bless you, buddy. Very That's excited awesome. about that. Yeah, so. i got to get on that. I haven't registered yet. <laughs> you going to do, do it this. again, too? What's that? You going to do it again, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll do it two weekends do? in a row, though, because I can't. Oh. I can't do 24 hours anymore. <laughs> He's almost 50. I still, I need to watch the video from that one year where I, I I didn't see it, but I heard it. You were just kind of you'd reached a limit, you'd hit a wall, and we're just like, okay, I this cannot go yeah, on. You yeah. <laughs> did good though. You so, did do good. That's Let, cool. That's I'll cool. give you guys a choice. Uh, first, I do want to ask Ferg, how did your pumpkin spice trial come out? I haven't Ooh, tried it yet. That's I what keep I forgetting. thought. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I was going to do it for tonight, and I forgot. That's all right. Does Ferg tend to procrastinate or something? I mean, what, I what's do. that? But, yeah, okay. did you, have you seen the new uh, YouTube video of the PSP Gamers show? No. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ferg. Can I leave that in? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. All right, so prescription fit or Halloween album? I'll just do a Halloween album really fast. Uh, Halloween album's coming out October 1st. It's a collection of spiderweb stories that I've edited, re-edited, remasters, and dig digitally enhanced. And it's going to be on an album available October 1st. So I went to get a prescription. I like, well, I like, to, I like to complain on this show. The password is, oh my gosh. I called to see if my prescriptions are ready. My Pantoprozol... And my Lexapro. Lexapro wasn't ready. As you can hear, I finally got it. Lexapro's not ready. Doctor hasn't called back. I'm going to give you an emergency pack. I'm not going to mention the name of the place that I go to get my prescriptions, but your house couldn't survive without four of them, and the grass sure is on the other side. I'll leave it at that. For you guys who think, you know where I'm <laughs> All right. I was able to connect. Does oh, it rhyme with there. tall peens, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, so I call him up and I said, uh, you know, da, 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 three, we'll get you. Okay, no problem. My wife comes home. She says, they said nothing was there and nothing, and you're not even, she, he couldn't even find you in the system. I said, who's, who's he? What's this? Oh, I think the manager's up front again because they're short on staff. Not my problem. But... Mm. We go, uh, we, she, she, she's, and I'm, I'm livid. I'm like, I've got to be at work in five minutes. 
I'm just going to go by there and, and raise hell. So I go up there. So I show up at the window, and I'm like, hi, it's me, Kevin, the one who doesn't exist. I would like to get my prescriptions, please. <laughs> the, the woman behind the thing is, is a sweet lady. She is, but, uh, she's a sweet lady. I'll leave it at that. Uh, she's like, uh, okay, um, well, you're at Alexa Pro, and they didn't call in yet. I said, yeah, but I'm supposed to have an emergency thing there. Oh, okay. So she goes back, and she, she says, I'll get them for you. But she, what does she do? She goes over and picks up blue bins, fixes them, goes over to the yellow bins, straightens them all out. Hasn't said a word to anybody back there yet. There's one woman working in the corner filling bottles, and the pharmacist, who I know of, who's sitting there working, and nobody's saying anything to anybody. They're just off in their mm -hmm. own little worlds. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, come on. Oh, sorry. So I go, I go about my business, and I'm like, come on, man, get my stuff. And then finally, I'm like, you know, hello. And then she comes back, and she's like, um, I can't find the Lexapro. And I said, can you ask the pharmacist? You haven't asked anybody. She said she would put it aside. So she goes back, and then she, she finally finds it. She picks it up. She goes picks up the little phone receiver. Um, s sir, it's going to be a different manufacturer, um, and I need you to understand. And then the pharmacist waves her hand at her. No, no, no. And she goes, oh, it's not a, it's okay, and hangs up. I'm in limbo right now. I'm like, what, <laughs> what's going on with my prescription? So I press the call button, and the thing rings, you know, and, and sh nobody picks up the phone. They're all, everybody's focused on what they're doing and that's oh, it. They can right. hear the phone ringing. The lady who's helping me decides to go help the customer at the window inside the store. I'm starting to get a little livid. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Nobody's picking <laughs> up the phone. So I'm like, hey, mid-sentence, you stop talking about my prescription. I honk the horn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nothing. They, they don't do anything, and the phone's ringing, and I can still hear it, and the horn's going. So finally, I start banging on the window. Everybody looks over. And she comes walking over to me, and she's like, what? The pharmacist, what? And I said, what's going on? The other woman was telling me that there was something with the prescription, and you had her hang up on me, so I have no clue what you guys are talking about. Is everything okay? Oh, I thought right. you wanted to talk to her. Why would I want to talk to her? <laughs> she was trying to explain to me what happened. So finally, after all this, she gives me the, the, the prescription, and the story was much more dramatic when I was thinking it up. <laughs> well, no, I, I could totally get being cheesed off. I, 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 I used to get my dirty. medications from a, a pharmacy at a, at a certain uh, supermarket um, that rhymes with higher, and um, I don't know. You don't have those out on the East Coast, I don't Buyers? think. Buyers? Huh? Buyer? No. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, a, it, they have no business in distributing pharmaceutical agents because they, they're, they're Quiet. so, so understaffed, so overworked and fire. It, 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 it's not, it's, 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't want to say, if I say it, you're the one that gets sued. So I could say it, but I just, I'm not going to say it, but all right, say not, it on the count of three and I'll bleep it out. I can't believe you said that, dude. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's associated with your name. Like I just said. It's I'd your episode. I'm going to well, put it as a tag at the bottom of the show. Well, send, send, no, send I'm your court Go summons. Ahead. That, that won't even be in the show. Send your court summons to Van <laughs> by the River 
<laughs> Mishawaka, Indiana, four six uh, five four five. <laughs> I, I the blue one. The blue one. Uh, the white one is Ted. I don't don't even. He's got less than me. But um, no, yeah, just just. I mean, every single time I went to this place, there would be a line from here to Timbuktu. You know, the people were. You know, the the the. the Workers were kind enough, but you could tell they were just completely overworked. And it's like, this is not a floral shop. This is yeah. not us trying to get gross. This is like medicine for our health conditions, people. Right. Like yeah. priorities. Who are, who so, are late no, for I, work. I, and I'd have been right there next to you. And I'm not, well, I'm not a very confrontational person, but I would have been fuming. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a very confrontational person. Oh. I, I want to add that I did call the... Um, uh, flaw means main number for customer support. <laughs> and they said to me this exactly. And, and then I do want to butter up the person who helped me, but the, the, the exact words were this, um, sir, I'm very sorry for you. I said, thanks for reading the prompt. Very sweet of you to read the prompt. Back to me. <laughs> and then she says, um, what I'll do is let the district manager know. And I said, you've said that before. I've called about this problem before where the manager comes up front and works. And since he mm -hmm. can't find somebody in the computer, that person doesn't exist. What would happen if a 90-year-old woman is going to die tomorrow if she doesn't have her heart medicine? And then this, this lady says, well, um, that's just unfortunate. I said, thank you so much for saying something that is just has belittled the human race. And, yeah, right. you know, if it's just unfortunate, and I'm so sorry for your your thoughts and the fact that you're in charge of answering customer complaint phone calls because you're showing the value of life in your mind. So she says, um, well, I'll make sure and give this to the district manager. I said, I tell you what, why don't you give me the district manager's phone number so I can call and, you know, mm -hmm. my district manager. She says, mm -hmm. no, I can't do that. We're not allowed to give out those numbers. Oh, yeah, isn't that wonderful? How about this? Give me another <laughs> Walgreens that I can go to so I can get some proper help at a better store yeah. in my area. Mm -hmm. She says, right. I don't have a list of those here. I said, you're Walgreens. <laughs> Sorry. You're Walmeans. You should know what stores are in my area. I'm calling the number for you. Yeah. I'm sorry, so I can't give those out. I don't have access. You can call, blah, blah, blah. I said, the worst thing that humanity has right now is lack of communication. Oh, yeah. And I hung up. Communication's huge. Have you looked into maybe getting your medicine through, like, uh, the Canadian pharmacies over the, through the mail? Mm. Uh, I, used to, I used to get, I, I can't remember, and this was a long time ago, but, um, and that's saying something, too, that this was a long time ago. It's far less expensive. Well, like my mom, my mom needed uh, some sort of cream for uh, an issue she was having. And for a, one tube of it at, you know, a similar shy teens uh, in, in establishment, it was like $75 for one tube of this shy thing. Teams. And the insurance wouldn't cover it. And it was like, whatever. And she's like, I'm, it's $75 for one tube. Got in the web, looked at a Canadian pharmacy. She got three tubes in the mail three days later for like 25 bucks. Now, do they okay. mail into the States without any issue? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it works, but if you, I think you have to like take, you have to like scan the prescription and then send the email and, and do, you know, register or whatever. And yeah. That's, I, that's, I know that GoodRx does something like that as well, uh, goodrx.com, and they'll give you coupons to find mm -hmm. the lowest that week. And it's such a, a, there, there's nothing in it for them. That's such a good site. It's they're basically giving you prescriptions for inexpensive, which I think is wonderful. 
Well, the whole system is crazy. The, it is. The, we need you know, to go Canadian so badly. I need, you know, I need, I need this pill to keep myself alive. That'll be nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Or you can yeah. join our little car. It's like the when like we the, get it in stock. Gaffigan joke about yeah. When yeah yeah exactly. So. We'll save your life anyway. when we get it in stock. You just hold tight. Okay. <laughs> Don't die. That would be unfortunate. Yeah. All right, g- gentlemen. Let's let's get bring, back to happy. Let's let's bring it up and talk about some news. Oh, bring it up. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! I, I have one more thing. One more thing. This is my one more thing. I have to. I have to do this. Go for it. Because I could. Because I love one more thing. Just one more thing. Because I love you. <laughs> for real. I'm looking at you. I love you, and I want you to know this is a this is a safe place. Okay. Can I show you on the uh, doll where Ferg touched me? N- no. We 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 need to talk about your drinking problem, and it's come up many times on the show before. Okay, this is a safe place. I don't, I don't want to talk about that now. It's a safe place, <laughs> Kevin. The only way to get better is to admit that you have a problem. You're safe. You're safe. We love you. You have to stop drinking the instant coffee. You got to do it. <laughs> You have people who love you. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, you will not find answers you need at the bottom of a cup of instant coffee. They're all there, man. They're all there. Look at this. Am I sexy? (laughs) It uh, looks pretty good. I don't know. That was stupid. (laughs) News! We've got all the news right here. Don't go away. We've got all the news right here, so don't go away. Local news. So tonight we got two choices, gentlemen: Google News or Yahoo Oddities. We each get one each. Uh, What shall the choice be, Andrew? I'll let you pick. Oh me? Uh, Um, uh, I I pick Yahoo. Yahoo Oddities, man. Yahoo Oddities. All right, Andrew, you get the first pick of the news. Help yourself to any topic you wish. All right. Picnic fizzles out as kombucha earns grandpa park ejection. (laughs) This is from Chesapeake, Virginia. Picnic for a 60-year-old grandfather fizzled out pretty quickly when he and his grandsons were kicked out of a park in in Virginia for drinking kombucha. The bubbly fermented tea originated centuries ago in China and typically contains a slight bit of alcohol. (laughs) That's what got this man in trouble while celebrating his birthday with his two grandsons in Chesapeake's Northwest River Park. They were sipping home-brewed kombucha, and the ranger asked what they were drinking and then kicked them out when discovering what it was. Wow. Mm. Can't even can't even have a, a little kombucha. Well, it's a, a that's for you. A light alcohol drink, right? That's yeah. what it is. It's not even that well, heavy. It's fermented. It's tea. Well, but it's like, it, it would probably it'd be like drinking a wine cooler. I mean, not even yeah, they're that, cool, but... but yeah. Well, so be it. Thanks for your support. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah, we got to we got to crack down on those on those uh yeah, 60-year-olds sipping on kombucha at the park. Meanwhile, we got people shooting up at the other end. Their mind <laughs> on their that's, money that's okay. and their money on their mind. <laughs> right? Oh boy. What you got, Fergie Poop? What do I have? 
for Oh, well, I'll tell you, Kevin, as soon as I get the phone back on. <laughs> so, in Baltimore, an injured turtle gets around on a Lego wheelchair while healing. And this is the cutest, <laughs> cutest thing I've ever seen. The turtle, he had um, a broken shell, so they had to, uh, they, they performed surgery on him. He's a wild turtle. You know, his parties and stuff. <laughs> Yes. But he wasn't, the, the shell wasn't allowed to touch him. <laughs> so, somebody that the, uh, one of the um, veterinarians knew was into Lego, so he made a, a Lego wheelchair for the uh, turtle. And he's going to be on the wheelchair until spring, until his shell heals. And I think that's awesome. I wonder if the so turtle during that, uh, that vet visit is like, all right, you're old. Just hold on tight. We're gonna put this all together for you. And oh God, just uh, we'll just, we'll just, oh God, just. Yeah. They probably had to put him under. He's so cute. That is cute. Yeah, he got a nice shell too, it's like yellow and black. I got cool. a nice shell. Oh yeah, Shelly. Uh, <laughs> guys, hey, Kevin, you have a hard outer shell, but you're all soft and chewy underneath. <laughs> Are you talking about my wife? Oh, sorry, Hedwig. I keep kicking the cat. I keep forgetting she's underneath the table. <laughs> I can't do it. Here's Hedwig. La, la, la. La, 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 la. Minus Six Flags St. Louis offers perks for customer coffin time. Six contestant yeah, yeah, for a promotion over Six Flags. Uh, yeah, Louisiana. Get to where they're offering. Oh my goodness! It's yeah, ridiculous. We'll compete for a three hundred dollar prize. Oh god, that's terrible. Uh, season tickets and other perks. Okay, that's nice. And uh, all they have to do is spend thirty hours in a coffin. No thanks. I I, I can't even watch that movie uh, where the uh, it's called Buried Alive or something like that. Where Ryan. Oh god! Stop. What's his name? What's the guy who plays uh, Deadpool? Oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was in the movie, did a great job. Only he never makes it. The whole movie takes place in the coffin. Hmm. And uh, I've been freaked out ever since. St. Louis Dispatch reports that the participants chosen for the school's contest will bide their time in a two-by-seven-foot coffin from 1 p.m. until 7 p.m. October 13th to October 14th. I mean, I guess, you know, if you got nothing else going on, it's a it's 300 bucks. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I wonder if they let you wear headphones, like you can listen to your iPod. Because when I get buried, I wanna, I'm going to get a couple extra batteries. And I'm bringing my iPod. And on all of the podcasts that I, I never got to listen to, I'm taking with me. Mm-hmm. Now, I want all of Ferg's Atari 2600 game-by-game podcasts. Oh, man, that's... That's the way to die. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can just hear that forever. I thought that would be nice. Yeah, definitely. Hey, guys, I think we got hey, a Hey, what, Kevin? Hey, we got a phone call this week. We did? Yep. <laughs> so here it is, guys. All right. Hi, who's on the phone? Greetings and salutations to your sirs. This is Bab Shermack of Racine, Wisconsin, just oh calling God. in to tell you both, Senor Zerby and Senor Ferguson, how much I love the cheddar between you two on the Please Stand By <laughs> podcast. Uh, that was a little cheese humor there, again. Very little, actually. 
Well, goodness gracious me, it has been quite a while since I last called into your little podcast show. And as you can tell, I'm still working on my jokes. In that regard, I wanted to let you both know that I've gotten upgraded to fourth billing for my stand-up act at the Comedy Corner here in Racine, which I think I've mentioned before is a small stage located just to the left of the salad bar at the Ramadi Inn out on Northwestern Avenue. Yes, it seems the night manager at the Ramadi Inn has been catching my gig each night, and he really liked what he heard. Or rather, he actually liked how my act was driving diners away from the salad bar and towards the more lucrative cheese and wine bar. Now, notice I didn't say wine and cheese bar, as some of your listeners may be familiar with. Cheese always comes first here in Wisconsin. And just in case you didn't know it, every eating establishment in Wisconsin is required by law to provide its patrons with a fully stocked cheese bar that must include at least 14 varieties of national and local cheeses amongst its comestibles. <coughs> the law apparently applies to every type of eating establishment that you can possibly imagine. Four in five star full menu restaurants, family restaurants, taverns, gastropubs, drive-in diners, Cheeseburger stands, notice I didn't say hamburger stands because there's no such thing in Wisconsin, (laughs) snack bars, concession stands, liquor bars, dives, and even lemonade stands. Interestingly, though, none of the populace here in Wisconsin has ever voiced a complaint about the cheese bar law to officials, mainly because it helps Wisconsinians, or whiskers as we're sometimes called, to maintain their required minimum daily consumption of dairy products. Uh, Because of this, unfortunately, our state's aggregate combined cholesterol count is approaching a number very near a Googleplex, or a Google raised to the power of a Google. Actually, all of this talk of cheese is making me a bit peckish right now. But before I go raid the refrigerator-sized cheese box for a vat of gooey mozzarella, I think I'll spend just a moment catching you both up on my main squeeze, the incredibly vixenish Maxine Levine of Racine. Uh, She and I are still doing quite well together, nestled into our loft apartment at Cracker Box Estates, along with a Murphy bed and a fantastic view out of our single window of Racine's most famous cheese factory, Wisconsin Blue Molds Incorporated. We somehow survived this summer here in Racine, and it got up to almost 75 degrees Fahrenheit here. That, of course, means one thing. I was finally able, after 10 long months of salacious salivating, to see Maxine in her sexy red and chartreuse two-piece bikini. Uh, Back in the spring, she tried her bikini on one evening just to make sure that she could still fit into it. And I must say, hmm, it still fits her like a glove. A nice curvy glove with lovely bumpy bits in the right places. Uh, She likes to taunt me whenever she wears it because she knows the effect it has on my psyche. Uh, Needless to say, we didn't get any Scrabble playing done that evening. And if we had played it, I'm sure any words I created for my dolls would have been unmentionable here on your podcast show. Anywho, back in July, we planned a vacation trip to the ocean. And, of course, the ocean to Wisconsinians is really Lake Michigan. But nevertheless, we love the gray and black sand beaches of Lake Michigan, and we go there whenever the weather permits, about twice a year. We've become very adept at avoiding the numerous and sundry old Milwaukee beer cans that inevitably wash up in the frothy surf as so much aluminum flotsam and jetsam, or flotsuminium as I call it. 
Uh, we often have gathered up enough of said cannage to make about $20 from the local recycling center every time we beach. In any case, we love setting up our beach chairs and watching the sunset. Uh, behind us, actually, since Racine faces east over the lake. But no matter... It's enough just to enjoy watching the love of my life basking in the ebbing sunshine in her outrageously revealing two-piece. I can only hope to keep up with her beach presence with my own two-piece. Actually, my swim swimsuit is uh, really a seven-piece, if you count the various trusses, girdles, and straps that I need to wear whenever I am likely to immerse my less-than-svelte girth into any body of water. Uh, did I mention that I work in IT? <laughs> Speaking of Maxine, uh, we recently celebrated our second anniversary since becoming a couple. Can you believe it's that long? That's what she said. But yes, we've celebrated with a lovely night out at the International House of Camembert, where I gave her a lovely bouquet of yellow roses, along with a large Whitman sampler box of cheese-tinged chocolates. And finally, a very loose-fitting negligee from Racine's raciest negligee shop, Victoria's Rumor. And not quite as well known as Victoria's Secret, but close. And Maxine, bless her heart, gave me what I've always wanted. A can of Quaker State motor oil and a new kickstand for my moped. <laughs> ah, what a magical anniversary that was. Aww. Well, finally, I wanted to impart some important news to you both. As you know, a one Sal LaSalle of Del Boca Vista Phase 3, Florida, and I had hoped to perform our musical duets together to serve as the opening act for the signingly positive 1970s commercial arts folk singing group, Well Done You, in a second attempt at a reunion tour, tentatively titled Up Yours Palooza Tooza, later this year. Unfortunately, it seems that the tour has fizzled, as have several octogenarian and nonagerian members of the original Well Done You ensemble. No, they haven't died or anything. They've just fizzled, which is a Wisconsin word that means they're too ornery and bullheaded to leave the assisted care facility where they live to go anywhere. So, PSA alert. Stubbornness is a growing problem amongst our aging population. Therefore, in lieu of going on tour, Sal and I have decided to devote our efforts into combating mule-eopia, or clinical stubbornness which is a truly terrible and debilitating condition that affects millions of frowning, surly arm folders. We plan on hosting a telethon to be aired on the new online video channel, MeTube, sometime later this fall, to raise funds to help find a cure for those who are afflicted by mule-eopia, elderly or otherwise. Uh, the telethon is called Mula for Muleopia. And I hope all of your loyal listeners will be able to tune in and perhaps even make a donation. All seriousness aside, though, gentlemen, I need to go get my cholesterol count up before I faint. I always do enjoy. Please stand by. So please keep up the great work on the show. Maxine sends her best, or at least what's left over after she gives me her best. Wink, wink. So, good day to you, sirs. Wow, thank you so wow. much. Uh, please, please donate to uh, Muleopia and, <laughs> and Mula. Mula for Muleopa. I hope that doesn't siphon off too many 
donors, but yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good to hear from Bob again. I, you guys, yeah. uh, you guys probably don't even know that I actually, I met him once, uh, just this past uh, uh, April when I went to the Midwest Gaming Classic. It's in Milwaukee. Oh, so wow. you have to from South Bend. You have to drive right through Racine, and I got to see. I got to see the snow shovel collection. It was awesome. He actually has. I didn't want to say anything because right. I knew there was some bad blood for a time between him and Sal and They're competition good now. between the. But but it's good, and um, he actually has. He got. He showed me. Um, you know the movie Mystery Men. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the one of the characters was the shoveler, William he, H Macy. That's right. And for the movie, they used a, a regular spade shovel, but originally it was supposed to be a chrome plated snow shovel. Well, it didn't work in the filming, and the stunt coordination oh. was just flaky. So they went with the spade. He has it. He has the original oh, wow. shoveler chrome plated snow in shovel from Mystery Men in his collection. It's epic, dude. I oh, got yeah. I got when I talk to him next time I'm going to ask him to bring it if we ever get oh, together man. again. It's, we it's, we had that live show that never made it on the air. Um which was terrible and uh that was episode 50 and uh that's a shame. But yeah. he was showing his show show, show forget it. <laughs> forget it. What's the point anymore, you know? Just just Ferg, sing that song you sing so well. After these messages, we'll be right back. Now, Ferg, you sang that beautifully. (laughs) From beginning to end, your voice was perfect. And when you sang that out, I could tell that you sang it with your voice. And your voice, when it came out, sound came from between your larynx and the middle of your voice. And it was amazing. You just sing great. For local news okay. of the week, at midnight Saturday, the telephones in this city will be changed to dial service, and all telephone numbers will be changed. Late this week, new directories will be delivered. Here are a few important suggestions for the use of your dial telephone. Before calling any number, first secure the number from your new directory. Then remove the receiver and listen for the dial tone. It sounds like this. That tone indicates everything is ready for your call. With the receiver off the hook, dial the desired number. For example, suppose you want to dial 23650. Dial each numeral in this manner, pulling the dial around to the finger stop each time. Be sure to allow the dial to freely return to its normal position. And this is the ringing signal. If the line is busy, you'll hear this busy signal. (laughs) Until Saturday midnight, please use your present directory and make your calls in the usual manner. That's the AT&T company, American Telephone and Telegraph. Please support your phone systems. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. That reminds me of my, my, my grandpa who passed away just this past December. He was telling a story about how they didn't, it's in the you know early 20s, they didn't even have a phone in the house. Yeah. So when they had to make phone calls, like they had to go down to the corner store, he didn't even know how to work it. Oh, no, really? You know the the workers like I need to call so and so. I I just don't even know. Like that, it's amazing to think how that, you know what what has happened in the past yeah, hundred years. Yeah, that is 80. a 1936 <clears throat> AT and T commercial. Uh, that's the first commercial that aired when telephones went from "Hello, Sarah, can you connect me with Barney?" <laughs> to, uh, right? <laughs> to actually dial actual dialing, yeah. and AT and T was the first company to make that possible. And they wow, had wow. the day and everything. That's, you know, this coming Saturday, be prepared to switch over to the new landline phones. I mm. thought that was awesome. So I was like, that's a perfect that's commercial. That's super for cool. Tunisia. Very cool. And it was at this time of year, as a matter of fact. Now you know what time it is, guys. It's time for some music. Shall we discuss it? 
Yes. Let's, Let's do, do it. This. Let's talk about music. Aya! 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 Kafira, stop. How are you guys? Who's the sexy man in the corner? I kind of wish. Andrew. Why? Why would you? Why would you do that? Why <laughs> would you do that for, uh, my good friend Andrew, just, who was asking yeah. about you. He was. He was. Yeah. Well, hello uh, to Andrew. Good to meet you. My name is Kafira. Would you like to oh, see I... my breasts? Look here. No, Kafira. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we had a seen that too, so. I'm sorry, but last time we were here and we had a guest, they said I had hairy nipples. Do I have hairy nipples? I I sadly I can confirm, yes. Yes indeed you do. I I yeah. Well You know Luke Bryan was here not a long time ago. You might if you if you go right now, you might be able to catch him. I'll catch him later. He's not that great. You know, he's kinda slow. He doesn't sing songs I like. Like Latinos, you know, I like Latino music, like Cucaracha, and other songs like that. But he don't sing that. When he does, it sounds weird. Come take the note, come on in. La Cucaracha. <laughs> See you. Bye. See what I mean? It's terrible. It sounds like. Yeah, that, that was not that good. Hey, Andrew, I'm going to hit on you tonight. Move over. I'm coming right, over to sit on next to you. Oh no, just you no, got what? a heavy face. Yuck. This is great. <laughs> you got a heavy face. Yeah, I'm sure you're loving this. <laughs> Berg likes to wash. Oh. He likes to wash. <laughs> no, I'm he likes to wash. Come no. here, come here. Now put your face back up here. No, look, look at me. Look at me. You still haven't. Look at me. <laughs> okay. Is your name Winter? No, no, it is not. Oh, because you'll be coming soon! <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Hey! Oh, my gosh. Hey, I'm not into watching sunsets, Andrew. But you know what? I would love uh, to see you going down! Oh, my goodness. Huh? Huh? Look here, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, look at me. You uh, know I love you, right? I, oh could, I could love you better than anyone else ever had. Okay. I tell no. you what. I hope you like dragons. Dragons? Yeah. What? Why is that? Well, as soon as I find my exit button, damn it! Hold on. Where is it? With the music, and then fairly. Uh, oh, quite just right next to it. Because I've been dragging my balls across your face tonight. Wait a minute. That doesn't. <laughs> no. I don't. God. I don't understand. Why do I always have balls? What? Good lord! Or, or, what? <laughs> what just what happened? Happened? I don't know. I I don't know. Kafira has I, a I lot of balls to, coming in here like that. I tried to activate the secret password by saying "Oh my gosh," hoping that might break her stride or something, but uh, it didn't work. Nah. And she's in the zone now. Uh, there's nothing you can do. The, the balls? What? I mean, I think she like. I don't. Hey. Does she keep like a like a like a thing of tennis balls in her? You know, I yeah, I do. I do. Is okay. that okay with you? Do you want to see my balls? 
No, 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 no. That's quite kind of already seen more than I need to see. That's, that's... Ah, you like them, I'm going to say. No, you don't. Keep them. Yours. Where did she pull those out of? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I was not looking. <laughs> so, Ferg, uh, what was your music? What did you listen to? It music, yes. Yes, music. We're here, Live at the Play by Michael Ooh. Nesmith, Ooh. formerly of the Monkees. So this was a um, a concert he did in 1977 in Australia, and they put it out as a record uh, the next year. And then when he was re-releasing all the stuff, he left this out for some reason. And uh, later on, he eventually uh, re-released it on his own label. But uh, this has a lot of songs from uh, his first like five albums, I think, the first national band stuff, which is uh, I guess kind of country based. These are not. Uh, <laughs> These versions are very different. They're not really country-based at all. Really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He... I'm not a country, country fan one bit, but um, I like his stuff. Um, usually I'm not really fond of the pedal steel guitar, but Red Rhodes played with him on the albums, and he's really good. Yeah. Um, the pedal steel, I don't think, shows up until the fourth song in this, and I don't care for this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is funny. And you're a Michael Yeah, Lewis I mean, freak. usually... Usually, I like a live album when they change stuff around to make it, you know, more interesting for the people to play. Obviously, and you know, some do well at it, some don't. And these, I just, I don't like these arrangements at all. Really, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. But you did listen to it. I did listen to it. Yeah, 1978. Maybe that's the reason. I saw it there, and it's like, when did I get this? (laughs) I don't remember buying it. (laughs) Hmm. I love because when I was a kid, I tried to find it. I could not find it. It was hard to find when I was a kid. So, but I mean, the songs are good. It's just I don't do not care for the arrangements. I'm sorry, buddy. Mm. That's all right. No, I don't feel, feel bad. bad. No, I feel bad. No. Well, uh, I've been listening to um, a band called Rival Sons. I, I heard uh, somebody mentioning it on, on another podcast as something they were loving, and um, the first the first song I listened to was the title track for an album called Pressure and Time. And I, I absolutely sprained my lateral functoid muscles because it is grooving. It is hardcore, and I'm I, I have to confess I'm I'm something I'm somewhat ignorant when it comes to the broader spectrum of you know music and musicians and the history and all that. I mean I, I've you know I'm familiar with sort of what everyone's familiar with right um and I guess one of the criticisms of this band is that they sound they they sound a lot like other bands of kind of that of the early 70s kind of era like Led Zeppelin and and uh Skinner and different things like that right. so so a more uh, knowledgeable person might say well this is just kind of a knockoff or they're kind of taking that but for me who I don't know I'm just like Oh, this is. I felt like I got teleported back in time forty years. It was great. So I gave good this, stuff. I gave it a listen myself, and I have to admit, of course, there's Led Zeppelin in it, but uh, mm-hmm. it's got a Kingdom Come feel back in the '80s. If you remember a metal band called Kingdom Come, and mm-hmm. they and they were an, a Led Zeppelin emulated band. This this band is awesome for this specific reason. The drummer. I'm oh, a the drums. drummer freak. And he has a giant, I'm guessing it's a Leedy or some kind of Ludwig uh, setup where the bass drum is bigger than the human being itself. And then <laughs> he has a snare and then he has a hi-hat and a low tom and that's it for the kit. But he makes it sound like a huge studio kit. And oh my God. And I yeah. liked it. I liked it myself, but uh, it's definitely hard rock blues. Definitely 
Yep. Very, yeah, yeah. very bluesy. And, and there's, there's, they kind of, I guess, um, they, the first album they released in like '09, and they released a couple more albums. And I don't know, after the third or fourth album, like the lineup changed, a couple people left, a couple new people came in. And so, and it, it's, it's still kind of within that same sort of rock blues kind of Realm. spectrum, but they're, yeah. they, it's kind of like it sort of explores different directions this way and that. And it's, it's interesting if you check out the other albums too. It's, there's got, a different sound on each album. I definitely want to check out more music by them. I was pretty enticed. Ferg, have you heard of these guys or listened to them? I have not. No, no. they're they're pretty good. I, I I I highly suggest them. I will check them out. As a as a as a um, a bass lover too, the, their their bassist is pretty oh, yeah. good too. There was oh really? Sweet, nice sweet lines. Yeah. Fat bass. Mm. Oh. It almost it almost sounded like the production was sort of like fuzzy on purpose, you know, like it was not crisp, it, you know, like the way something would sound real sharp and crisp today. It sounded like like some group went into a studio and bought some time back in 1972 and they put the recording on a shelf and never got discovered until just now. Oh, yeah, it, exactly, so, it yeah. sounds old. It does. It, it so, sounds like it was recorded on old reel-to-reels by Ampex or something. Yeah. It was just 1960s, 70s recording, but it sounds clean. You can tell it's digitally produced, but wow. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's well, I'm loving. I would tell you what I'm listening to, but I think I should have the man come in himself. Oh, the man. Yeah. Oh, Don't Paul. you know it's the man? <laughs> Thank you. It's so nice of you to let me come in and tell you about the album that Kevin listened to by himself. <laughs> he listened to the Egypt Station by me, Paul McCartney. Sir, do you know why they call me Sir Paul McCartney? Do you know why they call me so, Paul McCartney? Yes, yes, we know. I bet Ferg does, yeah. Yeah, You've been knighted. Good night. This album sucked. (laughs) I couldn't... He couldn't stand anything on it. It it was terrible. There comes a time when you reach a certain age that really you shouldn't bother writing any music, you know. So my problem was that I wrote all these songs in a big, huge hurry, thinking maybe the crowd would like it, but they don't. I don't. I personally wrote the songs. I hate every single one of them. I go to perform them live. I think they suck. I think they're a waste of my time. What kind of title is Fought You? That's one of the songs. Fought you. F-U-H-Y-O-U. Number six. Oh, I thought it was Fart You. No, Fought You. It doesn't make any sense. Another title. Who cares? Happy with you. Come on me. Oh, come on to me. I didn't see it. Gross. Either way. Gross, completely. Dominoes. You know, I do this album live, and you can tell that it's for the Hunt You Down Naked Sea Link. What kind of name is that for a song? It doesn't make any sense anyway, so I just didn't like the album at all. I'm going to leave, and I promise never to make another record again. Maybe when I'm 18. Boy. Oh, Paul, congratulations on it being uh, debuting at number one on Billboard. You're shitting me. No clue. Was it really debuted as number one? Yeah. Wow. God. I listened to it and I was like, come on. You've done this before. You've done that before. You've done this before. You've done this before. Um, the, the first three tracks I got a little bit of a, a boogie out of, but the rest of it I was like, okay, it's, he's got he's to gotta, he's gotta retire. 
<laughs> enjoy the good life, you know. And but if this makes that's, him happy, that's I, his life that he's he, enjoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I uh, recently saw a YouTube video with Sir Paul doing a version of "Accentuate the Positive," the old Johnny Mercer song. Oh wow! Um, I'm more familiar with the the Perry Como version, but I don't know. I felt like he did a good job. It's a good old song. Wow. Yep. Well, I wanted to give this album a chance, but and I love Paul McCartney. I saw the thing that he did with. Uh, Who's the doof? Uh, James Corden. And, James uh, Corden, yeah. Yeah, he's great, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. And what he did for him with the live performance somewhere and all that. Him and Jimmy Fallon, two of the greatest artificial people on the planet. I'm just very <laughs> negative, I know. But if Jimmy yeah. Fallon can pull off one more fake laugh, I swear I'm going to just... All right. <laughs> Shall we continue? Yes, <laughs> why don't we? Some things you wonder if crazy train <laughs> Hey, guys. What? Did you guys play video games this week? No. We don't, we don't do that. What, what is a video we, game? We only have a podcast and a YouTube channel about video games, so we don't, we don't usually play them. Hey, we just talk what, about what is, them. Ferg, can I borrow a quarter? No, I'm not giving you a quarter. Is it some sort of like... Andrew. I'll, I'll get you. I've got a whole thing in my car full of code. Just let me... Hold on. I'm good. Thank All you. right. Here you go. Thank you so much. Just one. That's a two dimes and an angle. It won't fit in the machine. I need a real quarter. That's a two dimes and a nickel. One's all you're getting. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll try. Let me try to put it in. Okay. Here we go. Go for it. Kapwaka. 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 <laughs> I have been waiting all week to do that, by the way. Oh, cool. Do the the 2600 Pac Man ghost eating sound <laughs> instead of the cube. Well, Fergie, Nassen, the Boujous, what'd you play? I played a game called Crypts of Chaos on the Atari 2600. It's kind of like a, kind of sort of like an action RPG type of game. Yeah. But not really. I don't know how to describe it, but uh I thought I, I thought it was about gangs. Yeah, it was. The clubs <laughs> and the crypts of chaos, exactly. <laughs> Yo. That's how they dress if you look at the artwork. That's how the crypts dress, right? DJ Nutsack did a song about this. <laughs> but uh it, it's hard for me to get into. Um you have to have you have to draw maps so you know where you're going. <laughs> oh man. Which is something I never really did. Um, when I play video games, which I probably should have, but I never did. But I'm enjoying it so far, and I will have my... Uh, that's all I've really been playing, because I've been trying to get into it. Looking forward to talking about it next week. So you can build your own maps in this game, and it looks a lot like adventure. No, games, you so. make your own maps on graph paper. Oh, well, that's not fun. No, no building the map inside the game like you do, Kevin. So you have to write... <laughs> What's wrong with that? Oh, you said it as if I... Like you do. No, I'm saying that... <laughs> the hell, Ferd? That'd be kind of cool. If you could how about, how about you, Andrew? What, what did Andrew what, play? Well, that's, what did Andrew play? What, well, what? That's just, are we... Why are you... But, what the hell? Why? Well, I... What the hell? <laughs> what the hell, guys? What the hell were you saying, Ferd, What's... about the map, maps? Go ahead, that's Andrew. Someone... Just, well, <laughs> I have uh, been playing Pressure Cooker. For also for the Atari 2600, a great Gary Kitchen game. It, it's such a good game. 
I, I love the simplicity of it. You you play a short order cook in the kitchen, and there's uh, these burger patties uh, that come out of an oven onto a conveyor system, and then there are these little hoppers on the right-hand side of the screen that throw out lettuce and onions and tomatoes and cheese. And then at the bottom of the screen, there's an order menu. And uh, so, you know, these burgers are coming out and you got to put the right ingredients on the burgers. And then when you've got a completed burger, a little bun comes out, you put the bun on, you take it down and it's it's a two screen game. On the second screen, there are these three, um, these three other hoppers that you throw the burger into to complete the order. It gets wrapped and then there it is. And, uh, I, I just kind of popped it in, just kind of on a lark this past Saturday morning. It was just, you know, Saturday morning, just, you know, playing. And um, got got a score of, like, 279,000. Wow. Which, which is 50,000 more than the Twin Galaxies world record. It's, like, two, two in the 220s or something. Jeez. Take a picture but and I send thought, it? Well, see, the you thing gotta is... you got to take the whole video. you yeah. got to take a video. So I'm like, well, this will be my, my Throwback Thursday gaming game. I'll do it, and I'll do it, record it, and... Good. I was going to say, because otherwise, if you have no proof, I think you're making it up. Well, I have a, I, I have a picture. I have I'm an joking. Picture. I'm just being an ass. I'm oh, okay. I'm really good at that. I swear. <laughs> so I, I have the yeah. I have the picture. Figured I'd play it live. You know, easy peasy. And wow, did I suck! Holy, yeah. <laughs> I just had the worst string of runs. <laughs> just I actually rage quit Ferg style. I threw the joystick on the floor. When I, was like, Dang it. I, but, I like the fact that this is made by a gentleman named Gary Kitchen. How appropriate! I think that's awesome. I got to I got to meet Gary Kitchen uh, at the the Midwest Gaming Classic I was talking about earlier back in April in Milwaukee, and oh man, he's just the coolest. He and David Crane are just the coolest guys. Did you he's have the game with you then? Did you have him sign it? I didn't. I'd actually never heard of the game before April. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. But uh, I do have a. I, I got. I brought a. I bought a uh, oversized pitfall box from one of the vendors on the floor and brought it and had David Crane sign. Oh, that's got cute. Signed. Oh, my treasure! Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I told. It. I promised myself. I started lis- listening to Ferg's podcast actually just about a year ago. It, in this same time last year, promised myself I was not going to become a collector. I'm a gamer, yeah. not a collector. Mm-hmm. Not going to have boxed copies of games. Not going to, you know, whatever. And somewhere is my sealed copy of Gravatar that I still haven't opened. Wow. <laughs> In case people don't realize um, that Ferg does a podcast, here you go. You know, yeah, I've tickled Ferg in a lot of places. Oh, okay. Yeah, I pushed him around <laughs> oh. a little bit here and there. and Oh. Well, he pushes back. All right. And that's one thing I love about Ferg. Wow. You know, if you Zerbert Ferg on the... Uh, Tummy. Oh yeah. He laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> but if you zerbert him other places. Where? Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, he doesn't like it. But one place he likes it. Where? Is the Atari Game by Game podcast. Oh, okay. Where else are you gonna find out all about Atari games and Atari consoles and everything else Atari? Where? But at the Atari Game by Game podcast. <laughs> All right. With your host, Ferg OG San. Very nice. Be sure to take time and visit him. Where? At 2600gamebygamepodcast.blogspot.com. Thank you, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> 
So please take some time and visit good old Fergie Ferguson at the oh, 2600 yeah. Game uh, by Game podcast. Oh, yeah. So good. That's my favorite commercial <laughs> of him. Well, guys, guess what I played? What did you play? Why, well, I played Tomb Raider, Rise of the Guy Playing Tomb Raider. <laughs> um, oh, I'm so sorry. Rise of the Tomb Raider. They, they, uh, they, this girl in this is a, is a beautiful game. It's fun to watch. It's fun to play. Um, this is better than the first one. I have to admit, there's more to do in it. It definitely is. Uh, I always say this the same about every game, but the graphics and the and the physics and all and the, the the game is awesome. They did such a good job. The 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 text to speech thing with the mouth thing moving and how they do that stuff and it looks so real and it's so well done. The storyline is awesome. Uh, you get to fight bears, which is neat. Never never got to fight bears before. And, uh, well, and there's uh, fighting bears in the first one. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Thanks for being a part of the show tonight, Andy. Um, but this is the 20, 20 year celebration of this game. I personally have the first one I did play, but I don't remember fighting bears. But then my memory sucks. Thanks for pointing that out, Andy. Um, there's a zombie part in this game that I haven't gotten to yet called Laura's Nightmare. Um, this game came with every attachment, and I bought it for uh, $9.99 on sale. Thank you, Steam, for PC gaming, because it comes so cheap when they're on sale. It's wonderful. came out February 9th, 2016. It is an Idos Montreal game, Square Enix, and Crystal Dynamics. Uh, help yourself to rise the Tomb Raider. Right now, the price is $59.99. Suckers, get it when it's on sale. Please get it when it's on sale. So if this was done back then, it couldn't be the new character, the the character based off of the new uh, lady that played Tomb Raider, the Alicia no. Vikander. Okay. No, they picked this uh, the uh, your basic British girl. Mm-hmm. You guys know what I mean. Send your emails to instrumentally at gmail dot com. <laughs> um, you know what I mean by your basic British girl. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Oh, I'm stuck out here in the wilderness. My fingers are going to break and my nails. So they do that. And um, she just runs, climbs, and jumps and climbs trees and fights bears. All because she wants to make her father happy in heaven. Well, now it's time for the ending song choice for tonight's show. I found a treasure house of music. The sound engineer is ready. The musicians are set. Now examined and found flawless, it is recorded for you by the world's greatest artist. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's greatest, greatest artist is Jonathan Colton, who Ferg is a huge fan of. Uh, um, Is this the third year in a row we're doing this? We're playing Summer's Over. This is a tradition. Actually, if I was to do tradition, I should do Boys of Summer by... Um, George, George, so I tell you what, I tell you what, guys, take a look at the sheet, backspace, 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 because Jonathan Colton never calls me up and says thank you. Yeah, (laughs) I see see a red, no, there's movement. I do not get an invite to the Joe Code Cruise, I do not get free CDs for promoting his music every year. I tell you what, this year it's going to be George Papatheodoros, who I love dearly, born on my birthday from Greece, one of the sexiest men alive. Be sure to visit him at romantiquemusic.bandcamp.com, you'll find it. And he's wonderful, he's been on the show a thousand times, so tonight we're going to end the show with George Papatheodoros' cover of... Awesome. 
the boys of summer very good and i'm very excited about that please visit him great man great songwriter great everything i love him to death sexy as or wait how do they say sexy af that's right (laughs) nsfw sexy that's right (laughs) so before we go definitely andrew thank you so much for joining us this time yes thank you andrew guys it's been my honor and privilege just love hanging out with you guys love what you do so just keep it keep it coming god bless you thank you so much and really appreciate it and ferg thank you again for just being you Oh, thank you, Kevin, for being you. I try my best, and every single time I think about you, I say to myself, you know, if I get Ferg on the show, he's going to be Ferg. All right. <laughs> Quiet, Ferg. Don't talk over the music. Won't you please join us next time Oh, God. <coughs> Do I say it now? No. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night. What 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 does Ferg say? It's the Bloody Beatles White Album. It's sold. Shut up. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you guys. Oh man, thank you. Ferg, I wasn't too much of an ass, was I? No, you were the usual amount of ass. God bless you. <laughs> thank you. Kind of standard ass level, you know, quantities. <laughs> Nobody on the road, nobody on the beach I feel it in the air, the sun is out of reach Empty lake, empty streets, the sun goes down low I'm driving by your house, don't know you're not home I knew I 
what love was, what did I know? Those days are gone forever. I should just let them go, but I can see you. Your brown skin shining in the sun. You got the top all down. Good night.